Welcome to the Marcus Trotters podcast. Here we talk about things that are interesting in the Philippines and we try to discover excellent people, excellent individuals, excellent experiences. Today I wish to talk about what I see as some of the good practices people are employing to somehow prepare themselves for quote and unquote the new normal. I know we're all in some way or another on quarantine or locked up in our own houses and and thinking what could happen after all of these uh, quarantine regulations are lifted um, we might have differing levels of fear or or anxiety but we're all in this situation together where certainty is n- not to be found within our homes within our businesses and so we're we're trying to to think if there's a new normal what is this new normal nobody's an expert on the new normal nobody has gone through this kind who is still alive the spanish flu that happened in 1917 1918 um, was too far away for anyone from that generation to still be alive. And so none of us on earth today know exactly what to do. So here are a few things that I have been reading. I have actually been just following a few people on Facebook and other social media platforms on what can be done to somehow prepare for what could face us as soon as government regulations are lifted or lockdowns are lifted it's it's really different from person to person family to family and business to business there's no prescription because again nobody's an expert but based on how people cope with different kinds of crisis we somehow can can follow certain guidelines. One of the things that I think is very important is to ter- determine our level of risk. How at risk are we to suffer loss of income? How are how at risk are we to see a decline in our profits? How at risk is the business we're running? or the business we're working for. And so an honest assessment of the situation is one of those behaviors. This is no time for us to be emotional about it. This is no time for us to panic. This is for this is really a time for us to be honest and objective in assessing our risks and our threat levels. A good assessment of risk and threat levels will allow us to respond accordingly. Now information has been put out by government for the different sectors so if you are a sector for example that's dependent on foot traffic you will be affected if you're a sector that is dependent on tourism you could be affected and so and and so on and so forth so just reading through information like those would would somehow guide us Now, if you are 
on the at-risk group, if you belong to that group, it is best for us to save and keep whatever we have so we could extend it for the uncertainties up ahead. Because we don't know where help could come from, especially that we're in a third world country. So it's, it's important for us to be frugal. It's important for us to, to save. And number two, it's important for us to manage the expectations of people we care for. Because we could be stressed by the decline of income. We could be stressed by the possible loss of, of employment. God forbid we lose our employment. But we could be more stressed if the people we care for are not in the same boat as we are, meaning trying to cope and survive. If they're stressed, if they're depressed, if they're blaming us for not doing this or that, and then it's going to be harder for us. The situation itself is hard, but preparing others, or pe- preparing people, our families, people we care for, will will help a lot. Uh, remember, I'll tell you a story about Winston Churchill when the Germans were bombing England or London. One of the things that he did was to prepare the British people for possible death, possible damage. So their expectations would be accurate and their brains and their coping mechanisms would be triggered. Because if we peg our expectations too high, if we are too positive, quote-unquote, in facing the difficulties that could happen to us, then the possibility that we will have to manage stress and depression for people who will be affected by it will just be as heavy as the situation itself. And so if, but if we, for example, we're all in the same situation and thinking of it almost the same way that we are on survival mode, but we will cope, we will be okay, we will have to be frugal, we will have to hold hands with one another, we will be thankful for what is available and not ask for much more. If we prepare our hearts and minds for the difficulty that we would surprise ourselves, just like the, the British, they were surprised by, by how well they were able to cope after the Germans bombed London. They, they actually came out of their, 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 their hiding places thinking it's not so bad after all. <clears throat> so managing expectations of people um, would be important and that would be important for and, and meaning that would uh, probably call for parents or in whatever position you are speaking to them to to be honest but to 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 say things so they could understand that's that's one of those things so assessment and managing expectations would be one the second thing that i believe we could follow is something that Fujifilm did that Kodak did not do when they faced the crisis of, for example, the digital camera era. When the digital cameras were released, the Fuji and Kodak had to grapple with that reality. Clearly, their businesses were under threat. 
So what would they do? What they did was to ask themselves a question. Kodak asked itself, "What? where can I still make money from? Fuji, however, asked a different question. The, the question was, among all the capabilities that we have, what can we somehow develop so that we can continue to do business in the long term? So the lesson that can be derived from that case is in, in times of difficulty, it's not so much making money as much as it is just about survival. Meaning we don't think of having much. We think of making sure we're afloat because we will recover down the road. But we need to ask, where can we position ourselves? So if you're a professional, then there's a possibility that you could lose your job. Then it's good to ask yourself, what can you do? Not what you can still get from where you're currently working because if you're stressing over what you can get what you can get from where you're currently working you might spend your time worrying and not strategizing uh, to take the next steps because if you have capabilities like you you know how to write well you can translate for example from english to other languages you can for example work online you could you know how to cook you know how to bake you you have other skills then Aside from the thing that you're doing, you, you're not left with nothing. You're left with, with starting blocks of things that you could develop and work with. Um, myself and my wife, we're, we have a commissary. We be confectionery. We used to sell products that were primarily catered to the tourism industry. So the tourist markets... The, the tourists were the biggest clients of our products back then. But with the decline of the tourism industry, we needed to look at our capabilities and think of what can still be sources of income for survival, maybe not really profit, because what is important now is really to, to find a way to keep afloat, at least for our business. So saving for those who are under threat and for those who are not so under threat and you, you can do something, think of your core competencies and what you could still do to, to move ahead. So that's, that's, that's really important. Number three, I believe one of the things that I see a lot of people doing is to, and this is actually very obvious, is to stay healthy. <laughs> Um, the threat of COVID is something that we don't see. It's a virus. The only way that we could fight it is if we stay healthy. The problem is, while we're on quarantine, many of us have not been sleeping well. And it's important for us to sleep well. Because if you don't sleep well, your, your resistance would decline. And you might find yourself unable to fight if in case the virus lands around your vicinity. So keeping healthy is good. Uh, maintaining good sleeping habits, good diet, whatever form of exercise you can somehow have in your home, in your quarantine area, that would be nice. So staying healthy is absolutely important. And the last thing that I want to share with all of us is this. In, in times of crisis, it's important for us to distinguish between being positive and being optimistic. 
some people could say being positive is important. Well, being positive can sometimes make you unrealistic if you're just positive. But being optimistic is different. Being optimistic is when you see reality but believe that you can overcome difficulties. So, yes, optimism is what we can hold on to. But where where will it come from? For me personally, and I would like to encourage all of us to do the same, is to really dis- rediscover our faith. Because what's nice with with faith is you're you're looking beyond the circumstances of the day and and really believing that your value, your worth, and your destiny is not tied to your current reality. Our current reality is not what defines us. Our current reality is what awaits us because that's our true destiny and that's our true nature. We're headed towards that destiny. So rediscover your faith, my friends. So those are just a few things that I wanted to share with you as a preliminary um, content for this podcast. Uh, I will be shooting more or recording more rather in the coming days. And I hope you would join me as we explore topics that would inspire all of us to believe in greater days ahead and aspire for excellence in everything that we do. God bless.